Welcome to the Adopting Bitcoin Pod, a weekly Twitter Spaces show covering bottom-up Bitcoin adoption with thoughtful leaders from around the world. Today, we're speaking about Bitcoin adoption in Ghana. We have Kumi from Bitcoin Calories and Coffee from Bitcoin Dua, who have been sharing nonstop progress from their community building efforts, including a mobile Bitcoin street store, soccer games, education center, and more. Their latest video featuring a gentleman buying a live chicken with Bitcoin is currently going viral across Bitcoin Twitter. So we'll hear about that. Before we hop into this exciting discussion, I want to mention projects that make this show possible. First, Blink, formerly known as Bitcoin Beach Wallet, is a Bitcoin lightning wallet built for bottom-up Bitcoin adoption with built-in education, stable sats for volatility management, and a robust set of merchant features. Blink is a preferred wallet of communities and individuals looking to use Bitcoin for everyday payments. Recently added is a feature called Blink Circles, which helps you track your onboarding efforts. This month, you can be eligible to win a million sats just for sharing your circles on social with hashtag Blink Circles. So if you have Blink, tap people, tap view circles, and and then tap share uh, and, and post that so that everybody can celebrate and cheer you on as you're uh, driving Bitcoin adoption with Blink, you can get the app at get.blink.sv. Also, Adopting Bitcoin, a lightning summit in El Salvador is taking place November 7th to 9th this year. It's bringing together builders, developers, and educators in Bitcoin country, El Salvador, for the third year. The call for participation has again attracted a long list of high-quality speakers. You can get the information, get tickets at adoptingbitcoin.org. And lastly, Adopting Bitcoin is growing. So Adopting Bitcoin Cape Town is a conference happening in, in, in Africa, in Cape Town, January 26th to 28th, 2024. Unleash the future with Bitcoin, self-sovereignty, and parallel institutions. Join experts, advocates, and innovators from around the world at this event in sunny Cape Town, South Africa. And you can find the information at adoptingbitcoin.org slash Cape Town-2024. You can also listen to find the Adopting Bitcoin pod on Spotify, where we talked about that with Kotatso and Herman of Machinkura and, uh, and Bitcoin Akasi. We went into details about that conference. It's going to be really exciting. So that's it. Without further ado, let's hop into the conversation. Kumi, Coffee, welcome. Uh, let's just hop in. Maybe I'll, I'll have each of you do a brief introduction. Who are you? Okay. Thank you very much. Um, um, thank you all for coming onto the space. My name is Kumin Kansa. I'm the founder of uh, Bitcoin Carries. And like everybody see what we're doing, we're a Bitcoin education advocate startup. So what we do is basically aimed at pushing Bitcoin adoption. We aim to educate as many people as we can in Ghana and across Africa to get to know Bitcoin so they can leverage on Bitcoin's advantage to better their lives. So in doing that, I think um, somewhere last year, I met Paco and I met Herman. I met a couple of heavy Bitcoiners at the Bitcoin Africa conference. We had a lot of conversations. Then from there, uh, I said, all right, let me go hard on Bitcoin education. In doing that, we, 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 we're trying to reinvent the ways um, we will go about educating people. How do we make Bitcoin attractive so people can actually easily ride on it and then get to learn or get to know Bitcoin without really stressing about the technical side. But then in doing so, you would get to discover the technical bit of it as you grow along the line. Yeah, so in doing that, so uh, we had the first Bitcoin education in Abuzume, Bitcoin Bia. We were hosted by Kofi Maupemo, 
And I know you finally had mentioning the name Kofima Upemo. We were hosted by him in Abuzume. Abuzume is about 150 kilometers from Accra. I'm in Accra and Kofi is in Abuzume. He is actually stationed in Abuzume. So we had a first uh, Bitcoin meetup. He hosted us. He got his local community together. We were greeted with about 11 guys. That was the first day we introduced Bitcoin to the community. It was me and two of my other guys in the Bitcoin carriers team. Then from there, we kept on conversation with Kofi. And Kofi had these brilliant ideas about how he would use Bitcoin to transform his community. Earlier on, Kofi was uh, running a startup that was training people, um, students on STEM education. So he had that kind of aura. He had that kind of energy to organize people and then get things running in his community. So when he got to see Bitcoin, we showed him the advantages of Bitcoin. Then he started learning about Bitcoin. Then we said, all right, then we can do this together. So with the help of Bitcoin Beach, Herman, we, they got us some funding. And then we kick-started. We started onboarding some local shops and yeah, we onboarded a few other people. We want an education. Now, I'll leave the those bits for Kofi to actually go in detail on what we actually did in the community to actually spark up all of this. And now let me talk about um what Bitcoin Carries is doing to aid Bitcoin education in Ghana to help Bitcoin adoption. So Bitcoin Carries, I'm from a journalist background. And uh, being a journalist for years, I have a lot of experience in um, handling, dealing with people, how to move a lot of people towards one particular signal using diverse means to attract them. So in doing that and then getting to know about Bitcoin, I, I'm like, all right, what is it I can do with Bitcoin in a creative way that would still attract people to Bitcoin? And then we'll get to learn about Bitcoin together. So one of the creative ways we came up with was um, G8 Bitcoin Nights. It's actually an event. Uh, we've tried it two times already. We are looking to host the next one. It's, it's like a lightning event. You have artists on stage performing. Their lightning address are displayed on the site. Um, the whole event is streamed. People can zap stream it. And every video of or photo that is taken from the event is going to carry the lightning address of whoever the performer is on stage. So you're reinventing the ordinary way people or artists used to perform on stages by using Bitcoin to attract them. So once they get there and they see how the whole atmosphere is, they get to see, well, there's something they can benefit from Bitcoin Then it means they get to learn about Bitcoin more. Aside that, uh, we have the Bitcoin Street Store. Basically, the Bitcoin Street Store came up where when we started going out, we've been visiting a lot of places and communities. And then when we go, we are either in our Bitcoin T-shirts or T-shirts with Bitcoin Educational, messages in them and we realized people were looking at it people were asking questions about ordinary t-shirts we we're wearing and then what the symbols and the messages were so we decided okay how about we give them a stronger appearance wherever we go so they could get to ask more questions so we came up with a bitcoin street store where we could um we could carry as many Bitcoin educational companies or as many Bitcoin companies with the educational materials or onboarding educational materials and how we are going to use these materials to orange peel the people was the main aim. So 
the main, the first quest was how do we carry as many Bitcoin companies along with us as we do what we do? Then we decided, okay, in, in deciding how to carry as many Bitcoin companies along with us, the Bitcoin street stocking and looking at the size and then the nature of it, we could display as many Bitcoin companies as we want on it. Currently, we are displaying over 30 companies on the Bitcoin street store. And everywhere we go, they point finger, what is this company? What does this do? What is this app? What does this do? What is this? And it, it keeps on generating conversation. It's opening up people's mind about what is happening in the Bitcoin uh, ecosystem within um, the world. Uh, people are amazed by some of the things we tell them. We have Bitcoin Ekasi, we have, we even have, so I'm going to post the current picture right after this Twitter spaces, the current picture we took for the last activation. So the first activation we went to, Talwiti Festival is one of the Africa's biggest street arts festival. It was rerun for a week, but we went there for two days. It was sponsored by Blink and we activated over there. It was amazing. We had a rousing welcome. A lot of people came. We had some media interviews. And then the second activation, we took it all the way to Agbozome, Bitcoin Ria, to join them in their Bitcoin Soccer Gala. Kofi will tell you more about the Soccer Gala. It went really well. Right from there, we carried it to the Eastern region, the Kropong, which we spent three days there. We did that together with, no with Noons Africa. Uh, we had to update all photos and videos because uh, we got back only yesterday and we're now putting stuff together. It's been, it's been a lot of experience moving along with the Bitcoin street store. The last experience has been one of the amazing ones because we got invited into the Chief's Palace. Uh, we had to explain Bitcoin to them. And he recommended us to another village. So we came back to Accra without a Bitcoin street store uh, to come and recoup and then head back to the village he has recommended. The chiefs and the people are looking forward to hosting us. So we will come and introduce them to Bitcoin because uh, we showed them evidence of what is happening in El Salvador. We showed them Bitcoin in South Africa. We showed them Bitcoin there and the... They were amazed what is happening with Bitcoin around the world. Some it was Bitcoin was new to some of them. Unlike the Volta region, this is what I learned between visiting the Volta region where Bitcoin Dia is, and then moving the Bitcoin Street store to um, the Eastern region. Uh, that's where we did our last activation. I noticed the people in the Volta region knew. There were a lot of people in the Volta region that knew more about Bitcoin already than there are people in the Eastern region. So with the chief himself owning up to say, okay, I'm going to make sure my community gives you the audience. Don't take your street star away. Uh, we are done with our festival here, but the next village is coming up next two weeks. Would you join us? We would like you to join us. I, I felt really, really proud. Somebody with that prominent in the community would welcome us in this way with talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, aside that, we have a lot of things coming up. So the Bitcoin Street Store has a bigger picture. It is actually going to be a marketplace. It's going to be a marketplace whereby um, we're going to transact peer-to-peer. -peer. If you have any goods or service, just like you have a store, you can put your your goods on there. You have people buy in Bitcoin and then you render your goods or your service. Uh, we are in the beginning stages, so I will not go into detail on that. 
aside that we had uh, my sats farm which we are also building is in the beginning stages is basically aimed at empowering farmers in the local communities what it aims to do is uh give people the opportunity anybody around the world to rent a piece of land in Ghana pay the farmer in sat to farm on your behalf once the goods are ready we know bitcoin dia is a bitcoin circular economy so the goods will be targeted at bitcoin dia first to be sold in bitcoin lesser than the goods that are being sold on the market so let's say if a cup of maize is going to sell at let's say 50 Ghana cedis fiat on the market because fried from farming to selling everything is being done in bitcoin we aim to sell it out at a reduced rate than buying with fiat which will encourage more people in the bitcoin circular economy to purchase uh, goods using bitcoin and then selling them using bitcoin that's about it for now i i'm sure people have questions then it will open the com- the conversation uh, a lot more thank you very much wow what a rip yeah i have more questions but that was a great kind of intro to everything you're doing i want to hand the mic over to coffee to yeah give a bit of his perspective and some of the things that he wants to share uh, as a bit of an introduction yeah i'm more more coffee for the final bitcoin do right here in ghana volta region abuzme and i'm glad to be on this space this evening to talk about our project so far how we started and where we've gotten to Very, I want to say a very big thank you to Herman Viva of Bitcoin Legacy, Kumi Kauris. They've been of great help to me in starting the project and uh, reaching where we've reached so far. Last year, I, was, I attended the Bitcoin African Conference and that uh, was held in Kempiski. That was my first time ever I got engaged in uh, Bitcoin. I've been hearing of it and a lot more people think it's more of a, something that has to do with scam. So I got into, I got in there before I had Jack spoke. I had a lot of speakers speaking. I began to develop an interest. Before then, I'm, I'm a social entrepreneur. I've spent over 15 years doing a lot of social programs with young people. So after getting engaged with Herman Viva. He asked me to actually try something to see if I'll be able to uh, get into the Bitcoin space. So I said, okay, I'll try. I came back to my village, that's Agbozme, and I tried putting some guys together to say, I found a new thing that is Bitcoin and it's, It's something I feel is interesting that we should all try. So we had our first meetup with Kumi. Uh, he came right from Accra. We had our meetup and we were about 11. And after that, I think we all get sparked up to begin something. Then once we've been doing a lot of social works mm-hmm. already and throughout my social works, I've never gotten any form of support from any other place. But coming into the Bitcoin space have given me the opportunity to have support to scale up whatsoever I've been doing. That really got me gingered up to say, okay, fine. If I could be doing great things and people were appreciating it without support and Bitcoin is coming in to give that massive support, 
then I have to like just be amazing on the project. Wow, the whole world with what we could do right here in our community back in Ghana. So I decided to roll up some of our programs that we do that we first had the meetup. After the meetup, we decided to actually open a farm project, which is Bitcoin Dwarf Farm. And it's doing amazing. Then we also decided to have a football project. That football project was actually introduced in order to communicate to a larger population about Bitcoin. And we did achieve that by a lot of people coming to the football ground, getting to know much about Bitcoin. And they were just marveled at what Bitcoin could do in the community, whether uh, one has anything to do with fiat or not. And those struggling really sees it as an opportunity to liberate themselves. And it gives us room to actually reach out to many that have the desire. And as I speak to you now, the whole community is lit with uh, news of Bitcoin. And a lot of our vendors or merchants are interested in experiencing Bitcoin. So that makes it easier for us to get people or merchants that are willing to try the Bitcoin thing. And for the chicken being bought with Bitcoin, I think that's one of our students who had the, who is already having a poultry farm. So he told me he would love to sell, if he has the opportunity, he would like to sell all his chickens for Bitcoin. And I said, why not? The kids that we've been, that have been coming for classes have a space, we decided that one of them should sponsor and buy the chicken so that they go to actually have a party with it. So that was what you saw there. One of the students went in to buy the chicken just for them to use for a party. And this coming weekend as well, I'll be having a meetup in town. And my plan, my plan is I'll go to five of the chickens from this guy to use at a party so that everybody could see the end of the chicken as it is being bought. And that would be a, re a real life evidence as well as like what the Bitcoin is being, uh, the Bitcoin is being used to purchase and how the end of the chicken actually comes. And for the football, it's amazing. I never knew we would be able to make a lot of impact uh, with a football project. And it really shows to be a success and because of its success that we had, they have a plan that next year we will rather introduce league in our community, which will involve a lot of people. And the reason for introducing the league would be to be able to have all communities connected to the Bitcoin space so that they would all embrace it and use it. And so far, we also... We are able to also put up a community education center that's uh, to drive our Bitcoin circular economy project further. That space is to train a lot of people to learn about Bitcoin and also uh, other coding projects that we've started with. This is just to give us room to have a place to do it better.
And there's one project that we've been doing over years. And that has to do with, we've been having technology fair every year. But as COVID came somewhere to 2020, we were unable to actually continue that project. But this year in November, that is also one of the major projects as well coming up that we believe would also catch a lot of attention over the world. So I would say meeting Kumi, mentoring me on a project and actually getting me to where I am now. I'm so happy and I'm grateful for Bitcoin XC in South Africa and also Unspent Space in Australia. They've been phenomenal. They've been supportive. And a big, big thank you to Blink. Blink has been so good to us as well. Their donations have made us or supported us in doing a lot of all that we've been doing now. So I would say this is what we've been doing and our motivation has been the support we've gotten from the Bitcoin space, which we've never had for years of doing a lot of activities. So they only give us reason to do more, to get ourselves committed and make sure the news spread much and people get to know more about Bitcoin and everything about it. So myself, I'm committed to learn more and I keep learning. Herman kept pushing me and I'm just happy about everything, about the space. And thank you so much for this opportunity as well. Wow. (laughs) Thank you both for those introductions. It's great to hear right from you guys about everything that we've been seeing. I, it was hard to pick what tweets to put in the nest. So I just dumped about 10 of them, but like the soccer games with Bitcoin everywhere the yeah, the buying the chicken, I don't, so right now has, um, so we shared it as well. The, the blink account shared it and it has 191,000 views on it. So people, people are excited about what you're doing. And that's in addition to the original that you shared, I think, and also Bitcoin News shared it. And so just a note to you and everybody else is like, keep, don't stop sharing, you know, the the real life footage from you guys, you know, building your local, uh, you know, economies and and doing education, because um, people around the world are cheering you all on. So that's amazing. And then Kumi, you mentioned the street store, which I think is like, to me, it's kind of another one of these fruits for 10 sats light bulb moments of like, hey, anybody could do that. Amanda could do that over in uh, in the Yucatan. And and like the idea of having a mobile billboard that invites people, invites conversation is just so cool. And it's, it's awesome to hear about your experience, just, you know, your first couple journeys with it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the Bitcoin street store is something I, I'm looking at. I wish to see it replicated across Africa and then the world. Because um, if you should wear a Bitcoin t-shirt and you stand by the store, looking at the number of logos there, and then you have some bold messages, the um, number of people that come to you and then the questions they ask on their own. You, you've already set the pace. You've already given them the headway to Bitcoin. Because it, on top, you have the Bitcoin street store boldly written with the Bitcoin logos by it. And now you see the bigger board in front and it's got 
lots of Bitcoin logos. And these logos are beautiful. They are attractive. Aside that, you would want to ask um, what they are and then what they do. So in that... Looks like it might be a little bit broken up. Um, in the meantime, Kumi, I don't know if you want to leave and rejoin or find a place with a little bit better signal. But um, yeah, re- remember that thought because I want you to carry, carry it forward about the store. In the meantime, uh, Coffee... One thing you mentioned, uh, one one of you mentioned, I'd love a little bit more to hear more about it. Is like the it seems like people are very open to Bitcoin. Is this your experience, or have there been people who who? Yeah, how do you get over the hump of like, okay, Bitcoin is a scam or Bitcoin and crypto? Like, can you tell us a little bit about the experience onboarding people? Okay, thank you. I think people having the perception Bitcoin is a scam has to do with people who are in the crypto space using a lot of other coins to dupe people. So people invested in it. They ask people to bring money. They want to invest in Bitcoin for them. So they just use the name Bitcoin. And once they get swindled, they hit the name Bitcoin. And because of my uh, relationship with the community over the years, when I began to talk about it, they pay attention to me and they are beginning to even get over it as they are even spending it as uh, something, as a medium of exchange to buy stuffs and also use it to store value of their money. It makes them to believe that what they got into earlier was really not a Bitcoin, but rather it has another name. That makes sense. I think that the other thing which you reminded me, which is really important for anybody looking to build community and circular economy around Bitcoin is having some reputation, maybe like prior to Bitcoin, right? So some connection to the community. So in 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 El Zante and Bitcoin Beach, there was Hope House. And then, you know, in Bitcoin Lake in Guatemala, they they they, they were connected to a, a school, right? A centro uh, Josue. Uh, and it sounds like, uh, Kofi, your experience in the community was such that, like, you know, there was a level of respect and and built up trust over time to say, okay, like you've you've been doing the research, you're understand, you know, and and so that made it a little bit easier on you. Would you say it's like this more broadly in Ghana, or is yeah, like what is the general? position from you know in other areas of Ghana about Bitcoin? Is it generally accepting or hesitant and maybe the other side of the question is i'm curious about like mobile access banking access like is it are, are people generally having bank accounts or or is there a larger unbanked population can you speak just a little bit about maybe the country and and the general access to banking and and uh, connectivity okay i think our banking space in ghana a lot of big people are banked but of late we've been having a lot of upsets in the banking space so even last year we had a last year and this year we had a government give a haircut to people who had their money in the banks. And before then, a lot of people also have that interest in Bitcoin because they know investing in Bitcoin actually uh, appreciate the value of their money. So this makes a lot of people to know about Bitcoin, especially the middle class. So they have their mindset to uh, Bitcoin not knowing they were actually drifted to other coins that they get they give people money to invest in it for them so it has been accepted mainly by people who are banked 
then it is now the Ambank also seeing it as an opportunity to get into. So I think the feeling about it, it's widely accepted by almost all, apart from the frontline side of it that people use to scam people. It is generally accepted throughout the country, and it depends who you meet at what time and how you are, how you go about it. That makes sense. Kumi, do we have you back? Can we do a microphone check? Hi. That's not, that high sounded good. Let's give it a shot. By the way, we were just talking when you were getting back connected about the general level of banking access and, and mobile phone access around Ghana and the general perceptions. So if you have a thoughts on that, you can share it. But also, I think you were kind of discussing, yeah, the Bitcoin street store, the effects it has had and, and the, you know, the interest in having people growing it or using it. So I'll let you kind of take it in either direction. Okay. Uh, back to the Bitcoin street store, I, I would say, um, the kind of logos you put on there and the kind of, um, area of Bitcoin company you put on there already set the pace for the conversation. So I am looking forward to the Bitcoin street store being replicated across Africa and around the world and most other places in Ghana. So people could actually stand confidently, own up confidently to talk about Bitcoin than the regular way we are doing it. Because sometimes if you are a bit confident and you, you step out in a bold way, people resonate with you and would want to come to you with a bit of confidence than just being single and trying to set a conversation between one individual personal one-on-one. -on -one. So let's see how it goes. So to, talk, to what uh, you were talking about, about mobile banking access and then access to mobile money in Ghana. Yeah, um, it varies. So depending on the area and then the demographic of the people, uh, sometimes if you come to the urban areas, the most of the people in the urban areas have access to, majority have access to bank accounts and then mobile money. But then there's a larger majority who doesn't have both. Recently, there was a rule by the government for everybody to re-register their SIMs. And a lot of people were at the mountain re-registering their SIMs. So even as we speak, there's a large number of people that have lost access to their mobile money accounts. And people used to have multiple mobile money accounts. Now, everybody is kind of restricted to one or at maximum five, which would you, you would have to apply for. Looking at the rural areas, there's a larger majority who doesn't have access to bank accounts, but have access to mobile money. So in our quest to educate people, that is how come we are targeting a lot of people in the uh, rural areas, because if we're able to get a lot of people in the rural areas who already don't have access to bank accounts, then Bitcoin is going to be their savior. Bitcoin will be their first option and it's not going to fail them. So we would rather love it for them for Bitcoin to be the affairs go to avenue to keep or save money than even go and try the banking system, which is already failing. Thank you. Yeah, super, super interesting. And and uh, Kumi, I, I wanted you to talk one more, just a little because you touched on it, but I want to spend a minute on it, which was the, like the music and art events. So, I mean, the experience from me was all of a sudden I started seeing like, videos on TikTok and like Instagram of people talking about Bitcoin. Yeah. And it was like, 
it looked like a lot of fun and it was loud and there was music and and like and then I see I was like wait is that Kumi like up there on stage talking about Bitcoin and like I think that one of the things that's so cool about w- what you all are doing is you're making it fun with and and like you said with the street store you have like three or four people you have the you had the blink shirt on pay me in Bitcoin or the no one's shirt on like like you're kind of uh, you look like a team that's having fun which. It really makes it a very maybe inviting or or like uh, welcoming environment versus like you know knocking on somebody's door and be like a you know like you're trying to sell them something. So can you talk a little bit more about that and and yeah the the music and arts fest and just how you go about like figuring out how how and where you're going to go you know okay. educate people. Okay, so um thank you very much. It was exciting. Um, you saw the videos on TikTok and other places. So. It blew my mind for that activation we did because um, that was um the Bitcoin Street Store. Uh, the first event was a bit subtle. We did it in Osu because it was the first event. We went hard on social media and we went a bit in the community. Then we saw how the welcome was. So this one, we targeted Jamestown and it was more like a three-day event, mini, mini event. A day before the a day before the event this is what we did we went into the community and usually when you're doing an event in that community and then you want people to actually attend you would have to play it by their rules and one of the rules they play by is you go around into the community and then you talk to them about what you want to do now once they've listened to you then they would come to your event later in the day so a day before the event Uh, We organized our guys together. We educated the guys we met in the community on Bitcoin. We told them exactly how to get their wallet, their Blink wallet, how to set up everything that they would want to do. But the event was mainly to introduce Bitcoin to the community by using something they love to do and something they are already familiar with. That community has a lot of creative guys. So there are a lot of dancers, there are a lot of musicians, and then there are a lot of artists in the community. So me and my team, we sat down and we're like, all right, so we are going into Jamestown. We want to go and educate them. What is it we're going to do? Let's use their craft. Okay, in using their craft, we have G8 Bitcoin Nights. Why don't we ride on G8 Bitcoin Nights? We get artists from there, only local artists from there. We put them on the stage. We're going to get an audience. And they were like, all right, let's go do it. So the pre-promotion, we had educated, educated the people. We went into the community, moving around, having fun, talking to the locals along the way. It was so fun. We had a ma- megaphone along with us. We were playing music, talking about Bitcoin. And then we invited all of them. A day before, all the artists that were going to perform had a quick meetup with me. I had a quick meetup with them. At that meetup was when I actually set all of them up on their wallet. I taught them what Bitcoin is. I showed them where to learn extra on their own to get to know more about Bitcoin. And I gave them stats and I showed them how to transact with Bitcoin using Merchant Crua and then Blink. Now the event, they came on and it was amazing. Just as we planned, the people, the turnout was good. The people came, performances went on, and I had the opportunity to just step in and then talk about Bitcoin. And just when I wanted to even go off the stage, they were like, no, we wanted more. Because I I was, I ended, I usually end my presentations with how to earn Bitcoin on your own. 
without having to buy them. And there are lots of games, lots of activities you can indulge. I have a list of clues to 30 things one can do on their own to end Bitcoin. And they were like, they wanted more. They were calling for more. I really felt the impact right after that. The venue we hosted before the event was not accepting Bitcoin. The venue accepted to accept Bitcoin because almost everybody there now knew Bitcoin. They were getting their wallets set up and it, it was amazing. Our next event is targeted in another community that will be in the Eastern region is in Kuforidia. That's another community with a lot of youthful, vibrant people. That's where the next G8 Bitcoin night is going to be. And then we are going to, we are looking at orange peeling the active youths in that community to the Bitcoin standard using the G8 Bitcoin night. Let me talk a bit about um, the impact of using the Bitcoin street store to talk about Bitcoin. You know, in Ghana, where like how Kofi said, there was a lot of there's a lot of people who think Bitcoin is a scam because some years ago some people came up with some Ponzi scheme under the name Bitcoin, which were all lies. So if they see that kind of strong imaging like that, with nobody asking questions as to, hey, why are you here? What are you doing? What who gave you the right to be here? Now the people are like, all right, so this is legal. These guys know what they are doing and nobody is questioning them. So they, they, they kind of ride with you. And it opens up the conversation for the people to actually think beyond just what you are telling them. Because as they scan the logos around and they are seeing the names, they would begin asking what each one is doing. And now it will help even you, the guys around the Bitcoin street store, to learn and grow more because the more we talk about these companies, the more we know what they do, the more we will figure out what is it uh, we would do to help in suggesting how best their experiences are with the various people we meet in using these various apps and services. Wow, wow. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, a lesson for everybody is is to make it fun. It reminds me of the Bolt Fun Hackathon where they say like fun is mandatory, you know, this is Bitcoin. This is, you know, yeah, it's serious. There's serious like problems that we're fixing with Bitcoin, but um, you don't need to bring people in via fear. You can bring them in via good vibes. So like, cheers to that. Uh, I want to pass the mic to Kofi. Uh, I think his battery may be dying. So just in case I wanted to give you a chance to share anything like, you know, what you're doing, what, to, where people can find and how they can support. Yeah. Thank you. I think so far so good. I want to say I so much appreciate the Bitcoin community. They've been amazing, supportive, and it's been great. And if you want to support us, you can get to our Gaza fan page, Bitcoin Dwarf. Give us any donation that you feel can help us reach somewhere. But as well, we actually need some uh, laptops so that our coding projects, as we finish, if we finish the renovation of the space, those are the things that we actually going to use. So we'll be glad to get some stuff from uh, good people who want to support us, build our strong community, strong circular economy, that people would accept us more. You know, we need to build that uh, relationship with our people and we need to be real with it. So we welcome any support that is coming from any angle. 
Thank you. And yeah, we'll keep the space going a little longer. Hopefully your battery stays alive. Uh, we've been going about 45 minutes. So we will we'll do a couple things. I've got a couple other maybe topics we could touch on. Um, we'll also begin to invite folks up if you have comments, questions for uh, the gentleman. And uh, yeah, uh, so thank you, Kofi. Uh, um, if we lose you, it was really great to have you. But uh, yeah, and, and we'll be watching and, and sending stats and getting the word out about the laptops. That sounds really exciting. So so cheers to that. Thank you. Yeah, the what you know, one of the questions that I had for you guys, uh, you know, while anybody else is is you know raising a hand to come up and and chat or chime in about the question, is about like maybe just zooming out, like uh, Bitcoin in Ghana. Is it you? Would you say widely adopted compared to you know surrounding uh, areas or countries? And then also, you know, you have the conference, right? Uh, the Afro Bitcoin conference uh, there last year and and coming up again. What? And I'm so I'm curious about yeah, generally like Bitcoin in Ghana and then the gov like government position. Is there much discussion around regulation and things like this uh, in country? So I don't know, maybe Kumi, if you wanted to chime in on that. Yeah. So thank you very much for the question. Uh, with Bitcoin in Ghana generally, now Bitcoin is really huge in Ghana compared to, let's say, two, three years ago or, yeah, two, three, four, five years ago. Now Bitcoin is really huge. With the conference coming in, it has brought a lot of attention onto Bitcoin. First, I would say Bitcoin had a lot of audience in Ghana. It had an audience, but this audience was a silent audience. People did not really want to step out for people to know they had something to do with Bitcoin or they could confidently use Bitcoin. And I was one of them. After the conference, with the invitation of certain prominent people from the Bank of Ghana who were present at the conference, and then some prominent people from the government, uh, finance office, who were also present at the conference, it covered up a lot of doubts from the media. Because if these prominent people were invited and then they honored the invitation and they were there, what kind of question from the media would you want to ask in regard to it being legal or illegal? Aside that, one thing I know, I had a conversation with Philip. Philip is the Philip Ejari. Philip Ejari is the uh, founder for Blockchain Foundation Africa. He happens to be on board, a selected member board that is advising a group of people from the Bank of Ghana on crypto and then Bitcoin, what the government can do about it. And it's not out yet, but it, the conversation is ongoing within government. As we speak, the last time I checked was January. There was a document sitting on the Bank of Ghana's website about ECB. You know, it's a CBDC kind of thing, but it's not being implemented yet, but there's a document like a blueprint or a white paper there which they are looking into discover what they can achieve with it. But the conversation is ongoing. For now, there is no pressure on any Bitcoin-oriented organization or Bitcoin advocate platform in Ghana from the government. There is no kind of pressure or limbacks. Yeah, every, every, there's, there's, there's lead way for us now. So I think um, there's opportunity for us to grow. And I think if the government should consider it, it will be to our best interest. Thank you. Oh, thank you for that. And so, yeah, conference is coming back this year. Are you, are you going? What are you looking forward to for this year? 
So this year, I'm I'm actually looking forward to speaking at the conference and actually um bringing uh, the Bitcoin Street Store to the conference. I want to bring the Bitcoin Street Store, get the team around it, and we can take the Bitcoin Street Store uh, to town if we have some time. Any anybody that want to join us, we can take it around Orange Peel, have fun right after the conference activities. Aside that, we're hoping to organizing a trip to Bitcoin Ria right on the sidelines of the conference. So probably soon after the conference, we can all go together to Bitcoin Ria. We'll visit Bitcoin Ria. we see how uh, things pan out. Aside Bitcoin Ria, I because I've been going around a lot of places, I, I have looked almost like about 15 locations we can randomly visit to Orange Peel, have experiences of those we have Orange Peeled in the villages or the places we've been to to find out how Bitcoin has been with them so far. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of open for December for the conference and then the week after we can do as many Bitcoin activities we can actually. And if possible, we, we're trying to consider logistics. If we can be able to host uh, the G8 Bitcoin is in one of the random locations we would visit so we all have an experience of how it feels like. So I'm excited about December. Uh, the Africa Bitcoin Conference is coming up again, meaning the confidence level is going to grow up higher. Uh, we're going to get into the news, the media houses are going to get more confidence and it's going to call in for questions. Now I, I'm going to see, I, I, I foresee a lot of Bitcoiners in Ghana going onto the radios and TVs to actually explain what Bitcoin is and then the real, or, or, or let's say the, what to do and then what not to do about Bitcoin. Because previously, all the kind of interviews I've listened from sitting behind, you could tell all of them were not real Bitcoiners. They were talking about Bitcoin and cryptos and how they could uh, run other schemes. So... I think it's, it's a good way for us, for Ghana and then the whole of Africa. Africa hosting this conference is a good way. I'm looking forward to adopting Bitcoin Cape Town as well next year. Awesome. Well, I will uh, not make it to the Ghana this year, this time, this conference, but uh, I'm I'm already feeling the FOMO, especially if you get the, uh, the Bitcoin nights uh, <laughs> going. So yeah, I'll be watching, watching from afar and cheering you guys on this year and planning to uh, probably plan an Africa trip at some point around around that conference or around one of the, you know, the adopting Bitcoin conference. Because as I said, when we opened up the space earlier, uh, it's, it's, uh, I need to spend a month or two to, to, to hit all the stops. So, uh, so thank you for that. Hey, Kumi, it's been going almost an hour. Uh, I'll let you go soon. Is there anything that you, you know, have going on or events you have coming up or things that you want people to know that you're doing that we haven't talked about? And then, uh, yeah, final call in case anybody had any questions, I can, I can hop them up. Uh, otherwise I'll close the space after, uh, yeah, your final, your final thoughts. Sure. For our next activity, I want people to support us on our geyser fund for the Bitcoin street store. So we have a geyser fund for the Bitcoin street store. Uh, I'm pulling in support for that. So I'll be able to carry the team along to where we want to activate for our next uh, activation. I think we've sp spoken pretty much about everything uh, we've been doing so far. Yeah, thank you very much for everything. And I want to say a big thank you to the Bitcoin community, right from Herman, Bitcoin B, Bitcoin Ekasi, Machankura, KG, and the whole team at Machankura. They're doing an awesome job. You know, 
one, 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 let me, let me say this. If you're in Africa and Metankura is working where you are, just master how it is. It will open up confidence for you when you're orange peeling people. Because one of the doubts in Africa is internet and then a smartphone. So when that question comes, internet and then a smartphone, you have Metankura to your rescue and that answers it all. And one thing I've discovered everywhere I introduce Metankura, it becomes the icing on the cake. So yeah, let's push Bitcoin adoption in Africa and let's go hard on it. Yes, good place to end. Thank you, Kumi. Uh, thank you, Coffee, who looks like he drops. Everybody here or listening, follow at Bitcoin Calories, C-O-W-R-I-E-S on Twitter and Bitcoin Dua, Bitcoin underscore Dua uh, to track what these guys are doing. It is, yeah, it's high signal and it's nonstop. Um, these guys are doing a lot of work and fast. And so it's been great to watch you guys. It was great to have you today. You know, thank you for joining. This has been the Adopting Bitcoin pod. Typically every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. UTC, we hop onto Twitter spaces, do 30 minutes of open mic, and then hop into a featured guest brought to you by Blink and Adopting Bitcoin. Next week, we have the one, the only, Master Guantai, your favorite Bitcoin maximalist, Bitcoin only, Bitcoin maximalist from Kenya. So uh, look forward to that. Send out that invite uh, to Twitter space soon. Uh, And until then, I'll let you guys go. Thank you for joining today. I'll uh, see if I can sign us off with a with a tune. So cheers and thank you. Malik Quags, yo. Early arrival, passports down, yeah. Everything is nice, like I'm in the south of France, yo. Everything is nice, like we just got to Cannes. Freestyle on a non-plan plan. 6 a.m., say je t'aime. Mon chéri amour, let's do it again. Champagne, campaign, and cake for breakfast at Tiffany's. Picked out a necklace, 3,000 seconds. Had brunch at Evans, spent the day at the beach, making French connections. She loves Cosmos, happy hour at the hype. If they accept Bitcoin, cool, we can try it. Brown eyes, 5-5, five, five. with Jimmy Choo's on, she's 5-9. She catwalk. Walks in her spare time, no small talk, don't waste the time. She likes a man, they can stack them saps. That's a man like Quakes for a matter of fact. Put drama and music on her favorite song. The day is old, the night is young. Yeah, the day is old, the night is young. Yeah, let's have some fun, let's have some fun. Yo, let's have some fun, let's have some fun. Yo, the day is old, the night is young.